Today is Ascension Sunday, which always sounds a little strange to me since I can remember from my boyhood and young adult years that we always celebrated Ascension Thursday. But in many parts of the world, including our own, the bishops decided that it would be moved from Thursday to Sunday. It's unfortunate because it breaks that definite link that we have with the New Testament chronology, which tells us that Christ ascended to his Father 40 days after his resurrection. And also it takes away the possibility of that centuries-old novena to the Holy Spirit, whereby Catholics joined with Our Lady and the Apostles in the upper room, praying for ten days after the Lord's ascension until the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. But nevertheless, here we are celebrating the ascension of the Lord. Let me begin by a personal note, but it does have a connection with the first reading of today's Mass. I must admit that one of the hardest lessons that I have partly learnt, and am still learning, in the spiritual life, is to trust God. Perhaps you are a little like me and you try to manage all the circumstances and events of your life according to your vision and to your preferences. I certainly do that. In my mind, I know that God knows what's best for me, and he knows better than I do what's best for me. But still the heart does not always match the head. And so it's a regular and constant task for me to try to surrender to God's holy will for my life. I think that all of us who are sincerely trying to follow Christ have the same problem. Usually, in many small ways, and sometimes even on a daily basis. Our struggle with this harkens back to that first human sin, the sin of pride and of distrust in God. I think because of this, this experience we have, we can easily identify with the apostles who asked Jesus if the time has come for the unfolding of the divine plan for the restoration of the world. But Jesus does not answer them directly. He directs their attention away from what is not for them to know, but directs their attention to what they must do. They must await the Holy Spirit and then be his witnesses to the ends of the earth. Let's be honest, there are some things that we do not need to know. Things that God our Father keeps from us to protect us from either unnecessary worry or an unhealthy preoccupation with the future. Learning from this interaction between the Apostles and Jesus as described in the first reading The lesson we can learn is that we have to do our part. 
and let God be concerned about the wider picture. He is perfectly capable of that. Now since Christ gave his commission of not being concerned about times and dates, but to do the work of witnessing to him at his glorious ascension into heaven, it is right that we explore what the ascension is and what it means when we say that our Lord ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Well, first we have to remember that Christ ascends in a glorified body, that body which was glorified at the moment of his resurrection. But when he appeared to his disciples, he still kept his full glory veiled. The ascension is his transition from the glory veiled to his full glory shining forth, now that he is exalted at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And we must remember too that Christ's body is in heaven. So then heaven is not a state of existence, but it is actually a real place. Because human bodies have to be in real places, not floating around somewhere. Because Christ has ascended to heaven, he has become a kind of road from earth to heaven. Christ's ascension or going up to heaven completes his incarnation or his coming down to earth. Christ has come from the Father and now he returns. Where he has gone, we, the members of his body, may live in the hope of one day following him and being with him forever. Christ is not only the road, but he is also the means by which we can travel this road. There in heaven, he is not now having one long holiday after his time on earth. He is not putting up his feet and relaxing. No, he constantly performs his priestly duty before his Father in heaven and intercedes for us with the Father. Christ is the road, Christ is the way to travel the road, and Christ is the destination of our journey. Christ, the eternal Son of God, left the Father to achieve the redemption of humanity. His ascension is more than a nice homecoming. It is earth being reconciled to heaven. Earth enters into heaven in the human body of Christ. And this signals that all who are of this earth now have an entry point into heaven. In an allegorical sense, we too have come from the Father to be born into this world. God desired us to come into existence through a deliberate choice on his part. He has given us this life on earth to live, in the traditional expression, in exile in this valley of tears. During our time on earth we demonstrate our love for God by the manner of our life. 
One day, we too, if we faithfully follow Christ and his church, we will return to the Father, and there we will, there we will be at home forever. We cannot know the time or hour of this, either of our own personal death or for the culmination of the whole world. But we do not need to know the details. We are assured by today's feast of the outcome, and that is sufficient for us. Let us trust in our High Priest and our King, who has gone before us into heaven. Laudato Jesus Christus.